0: Hi, hello. Welcome back to the episode, to the episode, to another episode of the fuck you mentality. But this time it's going to be a little bit different because, guys, we are celebrating one fucking year of the fuck you mentality. I cannot believe it's been a full fucking year since I've launched this brand. And the point of this episode is to kind of give you guys an inside look of what the fuck you mentality is about, the history behind it, why it was created. And just so much more, but I just, I'm sitting here and I'm, I just did it. I did an interview today and I went to go, um, you know, schedule the upload and I took a gander at the date and I was like, Oh my fucking God, Lisa, you like the year, your anniversary of this podcast is coming up. (laughs) And I don't know, I I guess, like I sit here and I kind of get like emotional about it because I can't believe that this, this thing even blew up the way that it did because I'm gonna be honest with you guys, the fucking mentality wasn't gonna be a podcast. The fucking mentality was supposed to be my education brand. And it started out like that. It started out as me offering classes and in education about who I was and and the fucking mentality itself. But then over time it just kind of grew into this podcast. I don't I genuinely don't really know how, but it just did. And I don't know. It's just it's crazy that something that I just I just talk about, and just my mindset, my viewpoint about things, can be so influential, and so helpful to a lot of people. Because I've gotten a lot of um, emails and texts and comments about how helpful this has been. And I don't know, it's just it's just crazy to me. You know, I didn't realize that launching this podcast would be so helpful to people. I, I genuinely just did not think that it was that cool. I guess. Um, Or even like that imperative or that necessary in the industry, but turns out it is and I'm really proud of myself because like I said this 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 has been easy It's been so easy to do this podcast because these are just things that I think about on a day-to-day basis and it's really exciting to Attract the right people and to have the right people part of this podcast Um, I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling, but it's just I don't know. This is just crazy and this is the true um, raw emotions of somebody who deals with imposter syndrome on a day-to-day basis. I can't believe that I did this. I cannot believe that you guys actively listened to my podcast. And I have some stats for you. And I, I, I looked at these stats and I, I was like, this is a lie. Dude, these fucking stats are absolutely bonkers. But in the last year, we've had 18 guests on the show. We've produced 35 episodes Um, in that we've had, we have 1,198 followers on our Instagram. Uh, We have a collective of 768 followers of the podcast. We have streamed, oh God, I gotta add this, hold on. We have 11,693 streams and 14,813 downloads. That is, Wow, I don't even, this, wow, <laughs> I I just pulled these stats up, like I literally paused me recording this episode and looked at these stats before I um, I just filmed that, so that's, wow, I gotta let that sit in. So now that we've kind of gotten that out of the way, um, and I'm still in fucking shell shock, I want to give you guys the backstory on why the fucking mentality was, was created, how it was created, where it started, and whatnot, so the fuck you mentality was originated back in 2014. Yeah. 2014. And let me give you a backstory of like who I am and that'll kind of help you guys with a lot of this. So in my childhood, I wasn't really supported in my decisions, uh, as far as like my career. So I really wanted to go to cosmetology school and I went to a Votech and it was, um, it was called polytech I lived in Dover, Delaware, and I went to this like yeah, let me let me backtrack. So, I went to this high school called Polytech. I went and go wanted to go into the cosmetology program. My parents were totally against it. They didn't support it. So, um I did it anyway, you know, <laughs> me being me. And got into the education program or got into that program, graduated with my license and excelled straight A student, 4.0 student, you know. Super good without having the support growing up, like without having the support in high school and just to give you a background of that. I mean, I moved out when I was 16. Um, I've been on, on my own essentially ever since. And um, so I didn't I didn't have like the support, but even though like during like the most pivotal years of your life, I still, I made it out on top. And so from there, my parents were like, you need to go to college, you know, like you have to go to college. And I was like, oh, like that's odd. You know, I don't, I don't really want to do that. I really want to pursue hair full time because I really like this stuff. It's a lot of fun. And they're like, no, you need to go to college. But also, you need to pay for it. And I was like, "Oh, um, okay, sure. This, okay. But at the time, you know, you always you always want to do what's best for your parents, you know, at that and, and as a child, as a, as a young adult, you don't want to disappoint them. you don't want to leave them with, with doubt and for you to be like the burden on them, because that'd already been a burden on them my whole life. and they made it very clear. So I, um, I went to college and I went to college for a year and a half and I put myself completely through college. And through that year and a half, um, I used every last goddamn penny that I'd ever worked for to put myself through college. Um, fortunately, since I was paying cash, they did cut me some slack and it was, you know, I was able to pay just a couple of thousands, a couple thousands of dollars. I think I collectively paid, I think like eight, $8,000 for, for, for that year, which I'm very grateful for. But I paid it cash. And when I went to do my summer classes, because I was going to do a year and a half, you know, I wanted to go straight through. Um, I did it. And then they're like, hey, we have to have like the other half of the payment in order to continue forward. And I didn't have the money. And I was stuck with a choice. It was either continue to live in the shadows of other people who don't fucking support you, who are not there for you, who don't care, or put yourself first and say, fuck you, I'm doing me. And I'll never forget, like I'll never forget the moment that I like had that like aha moment. I was sitting at the Wesley College um, admissions uh, building, sitting there and I was talking to the guy and he had had presented me a number and he was like, you have to pay this. And I think it was like two grand. I didn't have $2,000. I mean, at that point I was already paycheck to paycheck, barely even paying my car payment, you know, just barely fucking making it. And I, said okay I will get you the money I just I can't do it right now and he was like okay so I remember walking out and walking to my car just my eyes welling up with tears and I got my car and I cried I cried so fucking hard because I just felt like a failure I felt like I was letting my parents down I felt like I was letting myself down and I just felt I just felt low. I just felt so just defeated, you know? Like, I can't fucking make it. I can't do it. And at that moment, I don't know what it was, but it was either drop out or, like I said, continue living in the shadows of other people. So I said, fuck it. And I left. I got out of college. I I dropped out and... I didn't tell anyone anything. I just moved on. And a couple of days later, I went to the tattoo shop and I got let go, let live, tattooed in French on my shoulders in between my ears because at the end of the day, Lisa, you need to let go and let live. Stop living for other people. Start living for yourself. Fuck you, I'm doing me. And that has has stuck ever since. Ever since I found that moment of of living my peace, living my truth and just being being Lisa for Lisa, that's just, that's it. That it's just, it's snowballed into this mentality of I'm always going to do what's best for me because no one in my life has ever put me first with them. No one, not a single goddamn person ever. You know, not even my parents put me me put me, their child, their their pride and joy or what the fuck ever, before them. And I'm not saying that they had to, but to constantly put me in the spotlight of being this person, despite not helping me, despite not doing their fulfilled duties as parents, I just was like, fuck it. If you guys are gonna live in the fuck it kind of way, I am too. Because I don't owe you shit and you don't owe me shit. So therefore, (laughs) I'm gonna continue living my life the way that I fucking want to. Because unless you're paying my bills, you are putting the roof over my head Or whatever the case may be. No, I refuse to live for other people. So that, that stuck and that has been the, the mentality ever since. And that's where it, it just manifested into everything. And from there I worked at a salon and I was grinding it the fuck out and I, you know, bebopped around. Next thing you know, I opened my salon that I I owned in Delaware and, um, Again, they didn't help me with that, and I, I built that up from the ground up, you know, my own, own two hands trying to figure it out, trying to, you know, see what to do and whatever. And then I was, you know, I wanted some more growth, and I I knew my next step was to move out of Delaware, and I did. I moved out of Delaware, and moving out of Delaware was probably one of the biggest parts of my journey because there was a lot of conversations that were had with me that, a lot of people were like, "You aren't going to make it," or, "You know, this is a dumb decision for you. It's too expensive out there. You're not going to make it out there." Da, da da da. And I'll never forget the conversation that I had with my mom, um, before I left, who tried to make me feel guilty for wanting to leave. And I remember what she said. You know, she had said she's like, "I just don't want you to do. I don't want this, this, and this to happen." And those things are what she did. She left her home. She did things. Granted, they're not me. And trying to really make me feel guilty about it. And I just had to look at her and say, I'm not you. I have never followed your footsteps. I've never walked a day in your shoes, nor do I plan on it. Therefore, you can you have to stop comparing me to you because I'm not you. And that's what really kind of drove home the mentality because that same thing, it's like, you know, you want your kids to to be better than you and to do XYZ than you and da-da-da-da. But then you almost you almost find yourself inhibiting them from moving on for whatever reason. Like I, I still don't quite understand where all that comes from. And I'm still kind of working through that right now. But I just I'll never forget that conversation that happened, you know, kind of recently within the last like two years, two and a half years. Of where she said that, and she, I just was, I just looked at her and was like, "I'm not you." And I, I remember too. There was a conversation that we had that I actually have an episode about this on on the podcast, um, about being proud of, and one of the conversations that we had before I left too, we were just talking about like all my successes and, you know, the the seldom time that I actually could talk about them. And she just said to me, you know, you're so lucky to have parents who are proud of you. And that really sat with me. And I, I fired back almost instantly. I don't do things in lieu of you being proud of me. I do things because I do what's best for me. I don't need you to be proud of me. I don't need you to feel any type of way about what I do. Because I do what's best for me. I don't I don't do things I don't do things that are best for you. So therefore I don't I'm not lucky to have a parent be proud of me. I'm not lucky to have these people. Because if that's what you define as lucky and a parent, then <laughs> I don't know, man. We have two different definitions of luck in parenting. Um and that really stuck with me, like I said, and it it has really fueled this fuck you mentality, um, and I'm, I don't hate my parents. I have nothing against them. They did the best they could. They they truly did what they thought was the best I, the best thing to do, and they had that choice. You know, they had a choice to either be better or to be exactly like the way that they were raised. And just as I have the choice to put myself first, and putting myself first looks like the way that it has. And um, yeah, it's. Uh, my upbringing has a lot to do with why this, why this mentality and why this podcast was born because um, it's, it's obviously fueled the way that I've been an entrepreneur and have made these giant steps in my career because I, I am, I'm just so passionate about what I do and I love helping people for the sake of themselves. I love, I love being a safe person for people. That fuels my ego. That, that, gives, me, that gives me joy. I enjoy being the person that maybe other people don't have in their life. And I also enjoy being the person that I did not have in my life. And that building this platform, building this podcast to invite other entrepreneurs to learn about their why, learn about their, how they created their success and, you know, learn about their tricks of their trade and kind of learning the why behind they became as successful as they are has been really enlightening. And I know it's helped a lot of you guys listening and has, has helped just like a lot of people in general. And I think that you know, not I think I know there's a lot of power in that. There's a lot of power in vulnerability. There's a lot of power in human connection through vulnerability. But I also want to kind of dabble on why the fact it's a podcast and not nothing else. So if you guys don't know, now you know I used to be married and the reason why I had a podcast. Was because, okay, initially a lot of my clients back in Delaware said that I need to start a podcast. And I knew that I wanted to start a podcast. I've always been someone who talks a lot and who likes to talk about their life. I love talking about myself. Uh, call it, uh, you know, self-absorbed, but I don't give a shit. Um, I think because I never had a chance to talk about myself growing up, you know, whatever. So I like talking about myself. and my, A lot of my clients are like, oh, you should start a podcast. Blah, 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 blah. Well, um, I like I said, I was married. And my ex, my ex-husband, he struggled with understanding who I was. And he struggled with communication. So I felt, or he communicated best with music, a.k.a. sound, sound frequency, etc. And we struggled a lot with communication and understanding each other. I understood him, but he could not understand me. He also didn't want to, but that's besides a pact. I need to stick to the story. <laughs> So I created the podcast to talk about different things that would affect me in hopes that he would listen and be able to understand what I was talking about. So if you ever go, I never deleted them. I was, I wanted to, but I felt like they were crucial part of my journey and crucial part of why the podcast even started. Um, So if you guys ever want to scroll to the bottom, listen to the very, 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 very first episodes of the podcast um, you should because they are very interesting and um, and a couple of them or one of them in specific I'm having a full-blown mental breakdown and I recorded myself because that mental breakdown was triggered by him and I remember him he listened to the podcast and he just goes is that about me and I look at him I go yeah and he just didn't really know what to say to that you know so there's a lot of the rants that happened before the fucking mentality became a thing um, that were just kind of like triggers that I was working through, that I was talking through basically. Anxiety attacks, states of fight or flight, just a lot of those things that I was, uh, I was just like talking myself through it because that was the best way I knew how to cope is by talking about things and just like spewing out ideas and things that were in my brain. If I could just talk about it, I, I, got, I felt better. So that was the initial start of the podcast. Like that's why the podcast was initially even created. And then I don't know when, I don't know, like I said, I don't know how the hell the podcast even got started for the fucking mentality, but I just know once I started talking about just like different ideas and different concepts and just interviewing people, I knew that the podcast had to stay the way, the way that it was. And that's why the fucking mentality became a legitimate podcast and here are here we are now with you know like I said fourteen thousand downloads, you know eleven thousand streams, seven hundred and sixty eight followers, and all of this other shit it has just been wild <laughs> wild to say the fucking least. and you know one year in I still don't have an intro or an outro and um I will eventually, I will one day, but right now, right now is not not the time, but I will. And this is just, I don't know, this is just also crazy. Like I have so many more interviews and I have so many more things to come for you guys and just so many, just so much stuff, you know, I want you guys to learn more about, you know, like the fucked up side of things and to know like you're not alone. You know, you will go through these walks of life, but you don't have to be alone. You can have somebody right there with you. Talking with you, you know, making sure that you're, you're you're okay. You know, you can only walk this journey alone, definitely, but you can have a supportive group of people around you to walk it with you. Sorry, walk walk next to you. Not walk it with you, but walk next to you. And that's what I wanted this podcast to be. And to also kind of open your guys', your guys eyes up to different mentalities and different ideas and just to listen to all these, like, big influential people in the industry, how they got to where they are, and just kind of pick their brains. That way you guys can have an inside look on it. Um so yeah, guys, that is that's the fuck you mentality. That's why that's why it was created, that's why it was born. And um yeah, I'm really proud of it. Proud of myself too. Proud of myself for actually putting my head down on it long enough to to create this brand. And it's it's just gonna keep growing. I mean it has. It's just it's wild to me. Um I appreciate every single goddamn one of you guys. As listeners, as people, as individuals, and I keep tagging us, keep tagging the fuck you mentality in your Instagram posts and whatnot. Um, I really value and appreciate, like I said, every single one of you for just supporting us and and supporting the dreams of it. Merch is coming, you know. Merchandise is is key. I know you guys want merch of the fuck you mentality, and so do I. <laughs> Um, that's in the process. Don't worry. It's growing. It's evolving. It's, it's slowly becoming a thing. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening for the past year. Um, stay tuned for the next year. Let's keep going.